G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of Chewing the Bat, where we delve into numerous sporting topics around Australia and also across the globe. In this episode, we're going to be giving you highlights of the week and also talk about the next generation. My name is Jack and once again, very gladly joined by Gus. How are you going? Good Jack, good to see you. <laughs> you too mate, you too. Thanks. And, and uh, producer Frey, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. Up early, did our coffee run. Unfortunately, we don't have any Wallaby waters in front of us, but we are fueled by a Florabora coffee. A, a Florabora coffee. Thank you, Coffee Kate. Sorry, I was <laughs> I was lost in thought, trying to figure out if when we stopped being next gen. When we stopped being the next gen, we'll get into it. I still think I've got potential. <laughs> what on the tennis scene? Oh, I mean. Do you mean in general? Yeah. I just mean for life, but I think in tennis a bit as well. If I hit, I, I definitely have potential to be better than I am right now. Yeah. Which I think is because I haven't hit in three Yeah, that's fair to say. Yeah. <laughs> Pull out the blades. Were you talking about in general? Yeah. Well, we're, we're mil- 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 millennials, right? Manamana. I, I think I think Matt's a Zoomer. What? I think we're like the last year of millennials. What? Kate was telling me this last night. I think she. So what's producer she's like Frey? The first, she, he's a he's a Gen Z. I Baby think. Baby boomer. Can we Google he's this? He's a Zoomer. I'm pretty sure 96 is the last year of millennial. We're right on the cutoff because millennials are up to like their 30s, bro. <laughs> Jeez, we'll take it. Yeah. We'll snuck in. Snuck in. <laughs> um, before we kick off, once again, we want to thank our podcast sponsor, Kiala Organic Beef. They are 100% certified grass-fed beef and pork, straight from their local farm and straight to your door or workplace. Also, we want to shout out our appreciated product, Hellfish Surfboards. Shout out. I wonder if our surfboard's getting crafted yet. I wonder. <laughs> I was at Noosa the other week, just oh. watching, watching, the, watching people surf. You did message us, actually, saying it'd be a beautiful spot to um, kick, kick off our surfing careers. Well, around the headland at low tide, it's like waist deep. And there was like a foot swell. So you, you don't have to paddle out. You don't have to paddle. You can walk your board out and hop on to white water. Well, that's that's where a lot of beginners start anyway. Yeah. Well, I, saw a, I saw a group of four fellas like around our age, next gen, Yep. rent three foam surfboards. I Jeez, don't know why good. they went minus one <laughs> <laughs> and went out as a group and just sort of got into it. Got it done on the white water. Looks like I had a hell of a time. We've got to do it. Yeah, it'd be a treat. Producer Frey, work trip? Tax deductible. <laughs> Tax deductible rental. I'm pretty sure I saw the guy give freebies to Groms. So if we'd expressed enough uh, keenness to learn to surf, I think he would give us a freebie. It was like one o'clock and he was like, oh, just take them. Jeez, that'd be good, wouldn't but it? But they were like 10. But still. I don't know if it would fly for us. Maybe if we looked cute, Maybe send that up. Well, I'm, I'm still, <laughs> I'm, still I'm the younger generation. He's a Zoomer, bro. He's I'm a Zoomer. Still, I'm, I'm still. Uh, we brought our mate with us. He's a Zoomer. <laughs> a Zoomer? <laughs> do, you mind, do you mind hooking him up? Um, we've had a fair bit of sport in the last few days. Um, some entertaining results. Probably one of the biggest. Oh, hang on. I forgot sport of the week. Got it early. <laughs> yeah, I could have been halfway through that. Yeah. Um, our favorite segment, the listeners' favorite segment. And your favorite a... segment, my favorite segment. My favorite segment, your favorite segment, Matt's favorite segment. You're going to kick us off. We've got a special treat. We've all got one. We're going to give the listeners an absolute feast of sport of the week this morning. Triple threat. Triple threat. What that you... actually suits my sport of the week saying feast. Oh, there you go. We'll, we'll finish with you then. That. That's a teaser. <laughs> Gus. Uh, mine today is a sport enjoyed by Khabib when he's not wrestling bears or in the octagon. Right. It's called rugball. It's a mixture of wrestling, rugby, and basketball. Surely it not. doesn't seem like you have to dribble. Oh, so it's in a basketball court. Basketball court. Basketball. You're trying to get buckets. Basketball as well. Full contact. Yeah. No, didn't look like any punches were thrown. Just, just wrestling and, and tackling. So I'm guessing... Didn't can, look like you had to dribble. Can you wrestle off the ball? Yeah. Oh, jeez. So I saw a clip of... You know how they wear the um, 
sort of mankini type thing. The diaper looking thing? <laughs> yeah, wrestlers. Oh, not, right, no, right. Not, not oh, sumo. Not sumos. <laughs> Sorry, when you talk about wrestling, I just uh, immediately resort to sumo. Strap over the shoulder, bike pants down bottom. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, I just saw a bunch of them on a court just wrestling. And yeah, you don't have to dribble and you just try and get buckets. Are there many buckets or is it more wrestling? What's the... A lot more wrestling. Right. A lot easier to lock down when you can just grab someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ref. <laughs> Although they didn't seem like confident shooters because one of them was just had the ball inside the three-point line and his defender was standing off him. Well, like, like, just shoot, bro. Why would you take it into the contact? I guess, what anyway. would you want to be better at? Wrestling or... Or basketball. Basketball. Because they'd be um... still... They'd be pretty nimble. The wrestlers would still be... Like, if, I think Khabib would be hard to evade. But if you put... Like, if, if, say, Khabib was trying to defend Steph Curry, why wouldn't he just keep shooting from half court and see what happens? But <laughs> Khabib could just hold him down. That's the thing. If like, you're once good, you've got him... If you're a good wrestler... <laughs> it's over. That's 48 minutes of just getting held down. <laughs> just... Assuming they go on the normal time. Yeah, plan. I'd probably get put in the crucifix on the ground <laughs> and punished. <laughs> so, hopes of... Yeah, probably wrestling, I guess. <laughs> okay. And you just want to get free. Well... Good sport. What's it called again? Rugball. Rugball. Well, my sport of the week is also uh, in the wrestling theme. <laughs> We're a bit toey on a Tuesday. <laughs> it's the national sport of Iceland. Well, the current national sport of Iceland is called Glima, um, which translates to... Sounds like a Pokemon. Glima, it Glima. It translates to bril- brilliant flash. What? Flash? Flash. Oh. Flash. Yeah, it's a form of Scandinavian folk wrestling. So the rules are quite different. Yeah. You have to, to be able to score points, you have to have your man on the ground fully and you have to be standing and he can't be touching you. So there's a lot of throwing going on. So, uh, throw, launch up and try and get clear. Yes. So I think one of the main forms of it is it's called trouser hold wrestling. They have these little belt apparatus things on in which yeah. they can grab onto each other's waists. And it's all about technique and, and throwing. What counts as fully on the ground? Do you know, like if you're the grounded party, elbows? Yeah, elbows, butt. Butt? Yep, back. Back, okay. Because mm. that's, you know, that's different. Like you could be forced to your knees. So yeah, it's it's wrestling, but there's, you literally have to try and throw your man Onto the ground and away clear from of you. Yeah. So if you've got good grip strength and you just hold onto that belt, you're Gucci. Yeah, and if you finish oh, up true. on the ground and you're still holding your man who's standing, it's no point. So much of it would be just be trying to stay embraced. Yes, but they're just, so they're trying to like any anything goes. And you know, I was reading this is an article. It Gleamer is similar to similar to martial arts, although it can get pretty violent at times. <laughs> As Anything goes. Life. You can, you can, you can kick. You can wrestle. You can grapple. You can choke. You can do anything to try and get Bite. your man on the ground. Biting is never allowed in martial no, arts. No, no, that's re- that's not respect deemed, not respectful, not respectful. <laughs> Dis- that's disrespectful. You'd even suggest it, Matt. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the was it? Mike Tyson bit someone's ear. Yeah, Holyfield. Yeah. Oof. Bit Imagine doing off. that. Oh, gross. Savage. Anyway, Gleamer. Check it out. Do your own research. I will. <laughs> no, I won't. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, producer Frey, what have you got for us to wrap it up? A feast. Not quite. Oh. So, <laughs> an eating this competition. is a sport that started in Windsor, Nova Scotia, Canada. Nice. And it's had trails into Oregon and other parts of the States. It's a regatta, but it's the... Windsor Pumpkin Regatta. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> I'm waiting. What you have to do as a competitor is you need to grow yourself a pumpkin. Oh. That's, that's a long sport. Yeah. That is over a thousand pounds. Jesus. What's that in kilograms? Uh, a lot. 500. 500 plus. Four, four, no, yeah. There's two and a bit, right? Yeah. That's a long preseason. Long preseason. <laughs> yeah. And um, you then get your trusty knife out and you carve the pumpkin, similar to a jack-o'-lantern, but you just put a hole in the side of it, scoop everything out, and then that is your kayak. Or shovel everything out. That is yeah, your big, kayak. Big boy, true. 
Oh, least. so you kayak in the pumpkin. You're in the pumpkin. Does it not sink? Nope. They must be watertight, <laughs> I guess. Pumpkins yeah. do have quite a, a robust skin. I guess if it's that big. It would so be big too. There's a lot of factors. How long does it take to grow a pumpkin that big? Don't know. It's got to be years, right? <laughs> mm. Maybe but, they have like a bunch on the go. Like every year they play in one or five. Wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be a shame? You spend years growing this pumpkin and something like comes along and eats it or something. Or like yeah. you, when you're scooping it out, you crack the hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can crack these. They're pretty solid. Yeah. But the, I was reading that you can't just carve it and carry it down to the water. You need like a bobcat to move this thing because they're freaking heavy. Yeah, that's a lot of pumpkin. That's, but, a, that's but, a pump king. Oh, okay. I'm going. But there's um, there's three different classes that you can enroll in. There's your paddling, where your pumpkin serves just as a kayak. You've got your paddles and you rip along there's experimental where you can add little bits here and there you might have like a little it's like that flying competition <laughs> and then you've yeah. got a motor oh. <laughs> what's this like embedded in the back of the pumpkin yeah, you... what's the what's the max horse parage we're talking uh... anything goes i guess the bigger motor you put on the back the heavier it is yeah that could be an issue yeah look like you wouldn't put a couple hundred horsepower on a, a tinny, for example. How do you put an outboard on a pumpkin? Drill it in. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like they're like three. Like you've done it before. They're like three inches thick, which is uh, that well, t- ten centimeters. <laughs> a quarter of a a quarter of thirty. Six inches is Seven fifteen half. centimeters. Seven so half, half of centimeters. that. Yeah. Anyway, good math, everyone. Very good math. Whoa. That that look that pumpkin wow. looks fake. That's a big old pumpkin. It's it not... does. It looks like a prop pumpkin. Yeah. It looks like a Harry Potter pumpkin. Yeah. It ain't. All right. What's it called? Pumpkin regatta. The pumpkin regatta. The pumpkin regatta. Where did feast come from? Oh, because it's a pumpkin. It's a food item. Do you eat them afterwards? Um, Surely they're not. a bit watery. They actually. Oh yeah, true. They actually look like kayaks at a distance. Right? Does that not just look like people like on rafts? That's nuts. Wow. Anyway, I'd love to float a pumpkin. Check it out yourselves. Is it a sport? Yep. Yep. Too good. How could it not be? (laughs) Do you play or do you do pumpkin (laughs) kayaking? That's a good point because you don't play kayaking. You just go kayaking. You race. Yeah, it's a that's like motorsport. Mm. You don't play. You do. You do. You're not there to play. You're not. No, you're certainly not there to play. (laughs) You're not there to mess around. We're here to do do. All right. Do. <laughs> Sorry, um, that was immature of me. I apologize. That's, that's our sports of the week. Finishing off with the pumpkin regatta. Interesting. That was a good one. That was a good round. That was a very good round. Tier um, D. Tier D. Oh, we'll give it tier C. Depends how many people go to watch it. True. Right? 10,000 spectators in 2018. Tier wow. B. Tier B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crank it up there. Um, Let's move on to some sporting content, some highlights. We've had some big, big news. Biggest news. The biggest news of all, well, for Australia anyway, Monday, the early hours of Monday morning for us. Aussies, they got the T20 World Cup win over New Zealand in the final. Our first ever. How first ever good? T20 World Cup win. Um, Very this... good. Unreal. This is our second time we've beat... First thing that came into my head, New Zealand has had this quite a dominant era with Kane Williamson as captain, like Southie, Bolt, um, Guptill. They had McCollum before. They're like number one in the test rankings. But in, was it 2015? We beat them in the one day World Cup final, yeah, which is our last, that was our last, last wit. dub yeah. in the World Cup. And now we've done it again, even though we're like ranked six and they're up top. Finchie was there for both of them, right? I believe so. And Stark too. Yeah. Cause Stark knocked over McCollum like first ball in that world, that 2015 one. Oof. They must hate seeing us. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, and no sandpaper. <laughs> All clean. All well, clean. That, speaking of which, though. Speaking of, our man. Davey. Davey, the bull Warner. <laughs> Second leading run scorer for the tournament, the bull. Pretty good. And uh, half century deep into the innings in the final, too. And that was that's my theme. My theme that I would like to highlight is that... It was a lot of players that have had like 
been sort of criticized a bit more or like unfairly maligned mm. by the general public or media. Like I feel like Davey, I don't know what you think, but I feel like out of the three, Bancroft sort of just got pushed aside. Smudge, we were keen to forgive. Yeah, but And there Davey... was this undercurrent of like, oh, Davey probably started it like, and he was a bit, whether it's just due to his like appearance of being like a bit more competitive or combative. That combined with, uh, I also feel the general public didn't think Smithy or Smudge. Everyone was just really, like, oh, he's he just didn't a really have a piece guy. of it. Like he was just, <laughs> yeah. he just copped it because he was the captain at the time. That was the sort of the vibe. Yeah. Which unfair or not. And then Smudge got this epic resurgence. and At the ashes. Yeah. But Davies had sort of a he's lean couple of years and he's, he's never got to have this epic moment. So I'm just sort of, I think that's pretty cool that regardless of what you think about the sandpaper thing, there was like all this talk, like, oh, he's 35 now. I don't know if he still quite has it. He has it. Epic, epic tournament <laughs> yeah. and final. It's pretty cool just to have like a, a big moment. A very... And ashes to come. He's good at home. Jeez, they're looking good. It's going to be great summer in cricket. I know it's a different format, but I'm pretty, pretty keen. Still get your eye in. Like if you come, yeah, if, you, if you're finishing red hot in a T20 format coming into an Ashes series, and there's got to be some positives in that. Like he started his career in T20, right? Yeah. That's how he appeared. And then he just transitioned to the test team and we all said, oh, no, nah, probably not. Yeah. He's not. <laughs> can't. But he just, he, he can. Yeah, sweet. So, and uh, Mitch Marsh. Also pretty bullied yeah. over the years. Why does everyone hate him? He even said, I think it was an article from 2019. He said, I, I, he's literally qu- quoted, I think all of Australia hates me. <laughs> Poor man. What do they call him? The bison? Yeah. <laughs> bison? I don't know. I think that was... They had a was great like, knock in the final. Bloody oath, mate. 70-something unbeaten. And he... Well, I think it... I think it was, the Marsh brothers both got quite a lot of opportunities and there was a feeling that they maybe didn't capitalise on them. And people wanted to see Stoinis ahead of Marsh. I feel like right. that was it. People were like, Stoinis is hot. That was a big thing, hey, that they kept getting put into teams and the general public wanted... Whatever, like the Stoin or yeah. whoever. The Stoin, yeah. oh, And now that we can have both. But that was the thing. Before the tournament, I, heard, I saw Warney say this. He went, I don't think Smudge is the guy at three. Put Mitch Marsh at three. He's batting really well in the IPL. It'll be sweet. Mm. And I was like, don't hate on Steve Smith. Like, I got, got a bit defensive. Yeah. <laughs> Warney, they put Marsh at three after a few matches and we just got heaps better. 100%. The king was right again. <laughs> is, is he ever wrong? Never. He's never. never. SKW. Oh, um, also, Matt Wade. Matt Wade in the semi. In the semi got us there. Finished off with three sixes to seal the deal. After a lot of... De- and that was a big win to get over Pakistan too. And there was a lot of debate over his place in the side as well. With his age, his form. Yeah. So they were getting after it. Very good with the bat. Did you see? Zam- Did you see him drop Zampa's hat trick ball? Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> Zamps was just like, man, come on. He told him. He just he just plain told him. He's like, man, that's my hat trick ball. Yeah, it's <laughs> my hat trick ball. What are you doing? <laughs> I tried to catch it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. What can you say? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, um, and also, Hazel- Hazelwood. Yeah, Hazelwood. Very good. Baldwell. <laughs> yeah, Bald- but he's he's not there's not as much like narrative we can spin up around him because he's just always He's just always good. really solid. Yeah, just relentless. Just hits the spot. Yeah. He's like the Travoyevich brothers. Sorta. He's like the Jakey. Yeah. Yes. Not so much Tom. Doesn't have that like doesn't have like flair. Just really solid like really good ball skills, but they're not in your face about it. Yeah. The general punter might not look at him and go, Wow, that guy's got crazy skill. He just delivers. He just delivers. And Maxwell hit the winning runs with a like reverse pull slash something ridiculous, thing. yeah. Super on brand. Do you see the ball as it was as the ball was reaching the boundary, it was still like thirty meters from the boundary. Half half the boys, boys, were, boys out. were already out. <laughs> yeah. so. I love that. <laughs> yeah, you could see they were you could see how much it meant though. And I think sometimes twenty twenty has a bit of a reputation not being like it's it's still considered meaningful, but that it can have a bit of a reputation of like being not as big a deal. But you could see how much it meant to everyone. Yeah. Oh, they loved it. Loved it. They like, and it, even Justin Langer was on a huge scrutiny going into the tournament. So hopefully now that eases the pressure up a bit, and they can just get into the ashes. Gee, I wonder if that was documented. Remember the the test series on? I'd Amazon? love. I'd love another round. Jeez. Just keep it running. Oh, all 
Please. I love sport documentaries. That's all. That's my top three. That's in the top three for me. Sporting docos. It's good, hey? It's very good. Because it was a really dramatic time too. It's up there with um, like the F1 series. I still haven't got into it. Draft to survive. Don't do it, mate. You'll be up at early hours of the morning watching races. I reckon now would be a good time to do it. Because by the time you get through the, the first seasons, the new one should be coming out soon. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Do your own research. Keep that in mind. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Aussie boys getting a huge win, which is fantastic. Saw a um, couple snaps of them on on the Terps, Turpentines later that <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, if you imagine how they're feeling right now, because what, what's the time? In, where are they in Dubai? I guess they'd probably still be there. They'd be flying back now, probably. Yeah, they probably would be coming back soon because isn't the Ashes like right now? Yeah, it's, pretty, it's like on our toes. Yeah. So a quick celebration and then straight into the the greatest event of all. Pretty keen for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> all all right. right, let's um let's move on. Some more news from this week. Uh of which Gus, I think you've written down the QR, QRL have announced equal pay for women's origin teams for next year. Yeah, Fantastic. just just Queensland. Just Queensland. As far as I know. Not the dirty blues. <laughs> Teddy dog. Well, that's forced their hand, right? Yeah, they will now. They sure will they now. Will. Yeah, there's they no way. They can't not. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. It's like a well-played URL. But that's good news. Because um, that's... What's that? They pay, get paid like 15 grand a game, I think. More if they win? I'm not sure. I thought it was like 50. <whistles> Could be. I think it's 50. That's big money. Yeah. So that, like, compared... Because they don't get to play a long competition so that, that'd be a big bump for them just for their total year earnings which is a big it's, deal it sounds terrible but that may potentially double some of the girls earnings yeah like I'm not sure how much they're on so that's um, that's a big deal but it like got me thinking like still some issues to iron out with the heaps NRLW heaps like because the fact they missed they had to miss um, this season like it got canned mm. Which is like, that's up for debate. Like, they would say, well, you got the NRL in a bubble and their families, why can't we get in the bubble? And the NRL would say, we don't want to spend the money to do it, but you can play next year. But the girls have had to stay in shape all year. Yeah. Not train. getting paid. No. Nah. They would have booked like three months of leave. In anticipation. To in go- anticipation from their jobs. Then they would cancel that. And now they're getting told next year, do double that. And what job do you have that you can take like half the year off? No, you can't. So they're going to be like, well, I don't know if I can play Summer two lifeguard. comps. Well, that's the thing. There's going to be there's going to be a large percentage of, of girls playing that are literally going to say, look, I can't. Like financially, you just can't. I'm not getting paid enough. Time and money wise, it's not yeah. on. So, But that origin will help those that are in the origin teams. It's a start. And hopefully, yeah, we see the comp fire it up. Once again, like we've talked about previously, I'd love to see one one day, one season, I go to Suncorp and I watch... Broncos play Cronulla touch footy. Yeah. Under 20s. Yeah. WNRL. Yeah. NRL. Day for it. Do you reckon the turf would hold up? Yes. I think it would. If it can hold up right. magic. We were talking around. about this before. I'm skeptical. Yeah, Jack and I had a little market chat but, about but then, this. But then we... I related it back to magic round. Yeah, like they play a bunch of games That's like the weekend. what? How many games is that? They'll play like two in a row or three in a row on Saturday. Yeah. So if one of them's touch because... You're not getting, you're not wrestling, so you're just running on top of the turf. And it's a quick game. I think it goes for like and it's a quick game, twenty to thirty minutes. I think, so. I think so. I think it'll hold up. But you would need a week off, I reckon. Yeah, you couldn't back up two home games. No, or two games at the same. No, no, same no. venue. So anyway, I want to see it. Um, uh, and I think the public would get around it too, especially the WNRL. Yeah, I think so. I think that would help. I think it. It's like the... Did you see the A... I don't know if we've talked about this before. The A-League said, we're just the A-League. We're not the A-League and the Women's A-League anymore. For those that aren't sure, that's a soccer national soccer competition in Australia. <laughs> it's not very big in the news. <laughs> um, it's big for us. Yeah, we love it. But they were just like, <laughs> we're just A-Leagues. You'll figure out if it's the men's or the women's game based on everything else. Like It's pretty obvious. It's all right. We're not going to say this is the A League, this is the tier below women's A League. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. It's like the NRL is like we're the NRL and the NRLW. They mm. should, they could just be the NRL. NRL. 
And that's what like that vision is. Like you go to the Broncos and it's just the Broncos. It's the NRA, yeah. And there's just a bunch of different sides that run out for them. At different times, obviously. Yeah, have to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right, to the touch footy boy. All right, boys. It's your time. <laughs> yeah, we're just mixing up the teams a bit today. <laughs> Make sure you get a hold of Carrigan. Oh. Anyway. I saw him on the weekend. Did you, you did? see him? No, I didn't go out after. Yeah, I saw Patty and Flegs at uh, Oxford Street. More, more speed than Oxford Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just having a wholesome night. Happy to report. Don't want to be a snitch anyway, because like I'm, they're they're adults. Did they get on the, the did, did they get on the drink? Didn't see them. Um, what, what but even if they didn't, you did. say they went out for gyoza and ice cream? They seemed to. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a creep watching out the window. <laughs> But it was right across the street. Like I saw them leave and they went straight across the street. They were in street. your vision already. They were just in vision. Yep. It was like Goza, Gelato next door. How are they looking? Good. Gilly was stoked. I just, Gilly was like looking at the door and I just see him go. <laughs> <laughs> spooked. Absolutely <laughs> spooked. Um, the Moving on from the QRL news. What else do we got? The ACT Australian of the Year. Paddy Mills. Goes to Paddy Mills. Paddy, Paddy Thrills Mills. Mills. Yep. Gee, oh, yeah. isn't he playing well at the moment as well? Yeah. Nine threes. Yeah. Franchise record. Nine of 12. Jesus. 29 points. Everyone's going off too. Thrilly Millie. Thrilly um, Millie. Thrillionaire. His, his, um, his partnership with KD too has gone pretty epic. Quite well. <laughs> yeah. I did hear him say that they, I don't know, he just said something about just, just appreciating how much of a pure baller he is or something. And I was like, I feel like they would just on a level like just, he just puts he just works yeah exactly just on a level like just working and you just can't knock it around and he's a good bloke too he's pretty funny and he's likable chill bloke yeah and if you and he's working hard so gee whiz KD would get around that but for Australians of the years he does a heap of charity work as well and yes. just represents like puts on for the community and his yeah especially in the indigenous and Torres Strait community yeah unbelievable Paddy Thrills Mills. On the basketball, I don't know if I've already mentioned this, but have you guys seen the 2022 jersey lineup? The the new jerseys? For NBA. Mm, for all the teams? No, I have not. All the teams. Like their city jerseys? Unreal. Yeah. I've seen New Jersey, I think. Sorry, Brooklyn. Uh, but they are the throwback. It's like throwback retros. Yeah, yeah, they've got a throwback New Jersey one running. I believe. I saw it at Rebel. Pretty sick. Do you think that's the one? Yep. 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 It's like the it's like the Richard Jefferson era New Jersey Nets jersey. Oh, that's good. Like sort of They're blue. So nice. Very and like nice. the Miami one, all the numbers on the back are like like funky. It's not just the numbers. Oh, They're yeah? like all different. Um, it looks like they've been cut out of a an old oh, magazine yes. sort of style. Like they're doing a ransom note. It's a bit different to yeah. the NRL. Our retro round is just like old school. To be fair, jerseys. I like the our, I do like our collar retro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sick, actually. The heat one. Oh, mint. Is that what they were wearing when they got in the fight with the Nuggets? I think it might be. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. Did you see the picture of them in the locker room afterwards? <laughs> they, were, they had that jersey on, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they did. Do you see that, though? It's like they didn't do anything at the time. You see? I only saw a headline. I actually haven't seen it. Oh, my gosh. Morris, Markeith Morris. Um, oh, was that the joke him? Uh, jo- jo- Jokic jo- yeah Jokic they've been doing the foul where they like if it's a fast break they just grab him yep but he just runs into him hip checks him from the side Morris did that to Jokic his shoulder got him like sort of <laughs> yeah. shoulder his knee hit Jokic's knee and like yeah. bent it in and then he just walked away like doing the sort of M- tough Morris guy did. thing like yeah. just walked away and not looking at him <laughs> yeah man. it's like well bro what do you like in the NBA generally what happens is he does that he's expecting Jokic to go don't do that S bro, like I'll meet so you up back face up. and yeah. wait until like his teammates hold him back. But yeah. Jokic just runs up and just bumps him from behind. Shoulder charged him in the back. Looked really bad for his neck. Oh yeah, a bit of whiplash. Huge. Deserved it. Yeah, he did start it. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those things like don't start it, don't finish it. But he walked away because he was like, in the NBA, we just posture and we don't do anything. Yep. And then Tyler Hero starts walking up and looks at Jokic and goes, actually, no, nah, walks away. <laughs> And then the rest of the boys sort of do nothing. But then after the game, they're all grouped up in the hallways, like... Staunching. <laughs> for a photo op. I was like, come on, boys. I don't know if this is the look. No, no, like, no. Like, trying to get in the locker room. Like, what are you doing? Oh, and now it's war. 
the Jokic brothers and the Morris brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. They made a Twitter account just so they can reply to the Morris brothers tweet as a group. Yeah. It's just called Jokic, Jokic brothers. brothers. <laughs> so good. Yeah, they are, they're like seven foot, dude. They're all big. They're all big. You wouldn't want to mess with them. No. But the, Mor- the Morris brothers are pretty tough. But, but what country are the Jokic brothers from? Serbia. Yeah, don't mess with that. <laughs> seven foot. Cannot like, mess with that. And their dad's like 6'9 as well. And he was a cop in Serbia. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Bad news. Good to oh, see. no. I've just seen this news that you've written down. Federer pulls out of AO. Anyway, we'll come to it. We can come to it now. Tennis results. Tennis results. I've, only, I've got loose bits. Like, these are not sporting news, I've got to tell you. No, no. We also... Um, so, yeah, tennis results. Tommy Paul. Huge. Very... Sorry, Shap. Tommy. American, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Beat Canadians Denis Shapovalov. I've never heard of Tommy Paul before. Yeah, he kind of floats under the radar, ranked about 50 in the world. Yeah, he sits mid, mid-range. mid Embarrassing he, he for like, me then. Not quite quartered no, AO. Not. He did really well at AO last year. And then, um, yeah, he just sort of floats around. He plays lots of 500s, thousands. I mean, that's a pretty just, epic career still. Yeah, he's you, good. You'd be happy with it. Mm. Also. And that's a big result too. That is a very big result. I think he's first, what was it, an ATP 500? Um, Stockholm. Stockholm. Mm. Is Stockholm the indoor one? Yes. Gilbo was there. Yeah, she was. I, think yeah. I saw her on the story. Must Lucky. be nice, front row. Must be very nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah, Tommy Paul got a W, of which, um, yeah, Federer news. I didn't know this. Federer's pulled out of the AO. Yeah, yesterday. Oh, God. Well, he, when did he have surgery? It was a while ago. Just Maybe. retire. Yeah. Oh. I think he comes back for Wimby. No. I think he's trying to play Wimby. I'm over it. No, you're not. No, you're I'm not. over it. I'm just so You're just upset. Yeah. <laughs> he should retire and take Andy with him. Did you hit that AC? Getting <laughs> <laughs> hot. You are getting upset. Oh, no. Um, well, no, I reckon he wants to... He would want to go out on the court. He wouldn't want to retire... From the hospital bed. He doesn't need I think so. But the thing is, though, we've spoken about this before. It's very hard to just lob into a tournament and do well. You need a good, consistent run of matches and tournaments. Whether it's losses, doesn't matter if you win or lose, but you need the ma- you need the matches. Match play. Just yeah. learning the rhythm of like how to win a match. Yeah, exactly. And even Federer needs something like that. So. It's different. It's way different to just hitting. Fed, if you're it's looking for sport. some matches, come down to... Australia, we've got heaps of AMTs coming up in the new year. <laughs> Some great hitting partners in the local area. Yeah. <laughs> Who got to hit with Thomas Fed at Gideki. the Brizzy one year? Um, it wasn't um, a kid from BBC. Jack Yader? No. No. It was... I don't know. Well, it was someone, someone really someone, local. Someone I remember seeing local. it. That's all. And he looked starstruck, but he did a good job. Can't remember. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on. Yeah, mo- yeah moving on. Um, staying within tennis. Actually, should we go back to these other notes? Before yeah, I want to rip- hear Angus's miscellaneous bits. <laughs> we'll go through the miscellaneous because <laughs> we've got a we've got a bit of a tennis um chat to finish with. So tease it, tease it. Yeah, what are we? Yeah, tease it. What are we? What are we, What's our chat to finish with? The top ten, next gen, top ten, not next gen, currently on in the ATP finals. I'm looking and, forward um, to learning about them. Geez, it's gonna be good. Anyway, I do have some miscellaneous bits. I've got one to add for you as well. Very cool. You talk. I'm still sad about Fedzy. All right. I'll boost your spirits. <laughs> the first one I've got is a skateboarding update. Oh. <laughs> for my skateboarding career. Keegan? Keegan? Isn't he the guy that won gold? Oh, right. Yeah, true. <laughs> Apologies. Not that big of a fan <laughs> All yet. Right, okay. No. Uh, oh, like your skateboarding update. My skateboarding update. My career. Did you have a crash? No crashes. Good. I would like to make a pledge... Oh God! That by the end of this year, I will ollie over a two in the bat piece of merch <laughs> in slow mo. What merch are we? T- we got stubby coolers and a t-shirt. I'm thinking. Well, I can start. Or with, the mid range is a hat. I think stubby cooler. You got like a month and a half, yeah. Vertical stubby cooler. Check this out. I'll send you a picture of you doing an ollie. Visual aid. Wait and see. Stubby coolers. What like? 15, 10 centimeters. But you still tall. have to get the whole board. Yeah, you got to get over. over. So even though it's like, I'm definitely small, not there yet. No, but I just no maybe start with a sticker. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> pictures. Is that, is that you? 
Does it look like me? It does. We'll be nice posting pins. his uh Oh, you're fully off the air, mate. Him. I'm in the air. Was that at speed? Or was no, that stationary? Stationary. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole new game at speed, yeah. man. I know. No, no, I back it. So how many weeks we got? That's my to? pledge. Six what weeks. Sixteenth of November. Six ish weeks. Can you do it? Yeah, I'm pledging. I will do it. Okay. Not only can, but will. Um, you know what we should do? We should also come up with a pledge for next week and then all attempt our some act- sort activities of... at the end of the year. Yeah, you should. Okay. We'll get back to you next week. All right, that sounds good. Ollie over a cap. <laughs> I'll ride a bike. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know how to ride a bike. <laughs> yeah. Jack can't ride a bike. <laughs> I've been downhill mountain biking, mate. That's because oh. you didn't have to pedal, I yeah. assume. <laughs> no, there's a lot of uphill too. Oh. No, I know you can ride a bike now. For a long time, I didn't know, and I thought that you perhaps couldn't. I've seen him ride a bike now. Good for you. Thank you. It's nice. You're welcome. Um, we've got some power moves. Did I accidentally power move someone? Oh, you accidentally. Like a verdict. It okay. happened yesterday afternoon. If it's a power move, it falls into the... We should get the new book, by the way. Yeah. Second edition, Hamish Nandy. Just heard it arrived. Hefty. Yes. Uh, if I did, it's going to fall into the dick category, I believe. <laughs> okay. But I think there's a, probably a... 70% chance that the person on the receiving end just thought I was a, a weirdo. Okay, paint a picture. It was yesterday afternoon. I was leaving the uni for the day. I go from level seven. Only way down is the lift. Yep. That's not true. You, could, nice. wa- you could walk. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it came down from level eight. As it arrived, the door opened. This guy on his phone bursts out, looks around, does one of those ones, looks mm. around. This isn't level four. Back in. I go in. We're all going down to level four. We get there. The doors start to open. We hesitate. He looks at me. I put my hand out and give him the international waiter sign for after you, sir. (laughs) And then there's a second more hesitation. And right as he starts to go, I also go. (laughs) And and then I stare at him. And he said, sorry. (laughs) What's the time frame? You put your hand out. Did you give him some seconds? I gave him probably a second. (laughs) And then started walking yourself. I don't know. I was pretty scatty. That's why I'm not sure if I just was scatty and it's just an awkward moment. I think that is... Or if he felt felt weak by that. He felt like he didn't take the cue. I don't think it falls into the dick category. I think it's a pure power move. (laughs) Got him. Got him. You go first. If you give him a second, he knows. He's got to just take that. Yeah, and he didn't. No. I think I ended up going first. I got the apology and first passage. Were you, well you, played. So you were standing in front of him. One in point to Gus. We were directly equal. Oh. We were both right at the doors because there was someone behind us and we were both right oh, at the so gate. Oh, there was a witness. Yeah. Oh, jeez. We'll have to find that person and ask their opinion See of what the situation. They reckon. And then we all walked the same direction. <laughs> you should write in. <laughs> I don't know. That's I'm why I wanted to get your like verdict. That. I no, that's a power Can we get the video... Of that security tape, they would have that on camera. I'm sure they do somewhere. I like it. Very cool. We'll work on getting that video. And on to my next miscellaneous Moving bit. On. Do you guys know the term BDE? No. Yes, you do. No. What's BDE? Uh, big, big energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> um, last week, I think it was when I was driving home from our recording. This is another power move. No, no power move. I saw this car. It was a new G-Wagon. Yep. Blacked out, tinted windows, black rims, black personalized plate with white writing. Mm. The white writing just said BDE. And in my opinion, oh, no. that's the opposite, right? <laughs> oh, no. If you're proclaiming it, I don't think that counts. Then oh, my question right. to you is, like, that's not... B- BDE is like, you're just chill, you're confident. But my man has bought a new G-Wagon, modded it, and shouted from the rooftops, BDE. this is BDE. I don't think it is. is Verdict? Only because he has that number plate? If he had a normal... Normal G-Wagon, whatever, get after it. But to, to put the badge on yourself, it's like self-nicknaming, I think. Mm. So it's fair play? I don't think it's fair play. Oh, right. That's what you're trying to say. Hmm. What do you think? No, well, it's like extra BDE then, right? Is that what you mean? I think it's weak. I think it's small. Oh, yeah. I think it's <laughs> yeah. small DE. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. okay, I get you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What do you think is the biggest BDE car? The biggest BDE car is a Jimny. 
Do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm glad you said that. No, I think it's like, it's got to be like a, uh, a raptor or a ram. You reckon a ram? Well, a ram is like trying too, too hard. A ram in the city. That's true, I guess. Cause like, that, what's going on there? You're saying like, Unless I don't care that this is inconvenient for me. A ram in the city, but it's covered in dirt because they, they live out in the country and they're just into... You ever seen business. a ram in the city covered in dirt? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think that's that, what I mean. I think maybe they, maybe they get a hoppies every week. I don't know. That's SD. I think they're pushing too hard. I think you've got to be more chill, like a jazz. I think Matt might have the most BDE car. <laughs> just a blue jazz. <laughs> Ripping down the highway, playing and Silk just, Sonic. And he's just chill. Yeah, I can care. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Round Moving golf on. Clap. <laughs> Pleased with it, though. Okay. Still want a Raptor. Uh, any more miscellaneous pieces? Yeah, this is probably my favorite bit. I just heard about this concept uh, yesterday from Matt might know about it if I had to guess. Misogi. Misogi. Uh, yeah, Misogi. I heard Carl Corver talking about it. So I think. What is Misogi? I think in ancient times or traditionally it's a ritualistic practice oh. in Japan. Oh. Yeah. It involves chanting for. It's like soul cleansing. But I think it, it often involves like water. So standing under a waterfall while you, while you do it. Like meditating? Yeah. But it's like to refresh and replenish and cleanse your soul. Right. But the way I'm talking about it is sort of a bastardization of that, to be frank. Yes. But it's been used by this, like a small group of people to talk about the practice of doing something about once a year that is like something you've had no practice in, right? something totally new, something that you probably have a best 50, 50% chance of succeeding in mm-hmm. and something that is a bit scary. Once a year-ish. And it's a physical outdoor challenge. Once a year-ish. Example, Kyle Corver had never paddleboarded before. They paddleboarded like 30Ks of open water. Misogy. They carried were weighted down by like an 80-pound rock and ran a 5K in shuttles. Misogy. And they stayed in the water the whole time under, under the ocean. Misogy. Yeah. <laughs> the idea is we evolved. We'll get Tom Boggs on to talk about this. We evolved to... <laughs> was that a shake of the head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was just a... <laughs> anyway. We evolved to take risks, right? Essentially, we did to survive. Like if you were hunting the woolly mammoth or whatever. Definitely. We now live, the idea is we live a quite a center of the table life and we ge- don't generally do things where you can so fail. Comfortable. Comfy. So and comfortable. we get afraid of failing. Mm-hmm. Also, there's neuro- neurological benefit to doing something new. And when you do something new and a bit scary, it stamps it into your long-term memory. So it activates parts of your brain that aren't running usually. So you get used to those uncomfortable situations. And that's it. Carl Corver was using it to be like, if I'm grinding in the 82 game season or I'm practicing every day, I draw on, I didn't know how to paddleboard and I made it 30 Ks and I was shitting myself about sharks the whole time. And, yeah. I, and I, my toes were bleeding because yeah. I was like rubbing and I still did it. So it's like you, you're aware of like your limits. you you find your capabilities a bit more. So then does that drawing back to basketball, does he then think I'm just shooting a three? Yeah. I've done like, like it's, I've done like this is just lock in. I can do it. It's fine. It's, it's 99 a piece with four seconds to go. That's sweet. And I think we should do a, mis- a misogi. Ooh. End of year misogi? Yeah. I'm not sure what it should be yet. Other examples I heard were... Is, hike- is hiking too ba- like too chill? No, I think he said he did one. They were like in the mountains somewhere. It has to be like a 20k hike, right? Well, I think what they said That's was like... Them. We were in like Sorry. the Alps. <laughs> yeah, Matt could be, the, could be the wrong guy. They were in like the Alps in Europe. And they saw... They were like, let's get to that mountain peak. Right. No trails or anything. I want to touch that tree. We're just going to get there. Yep. However, it's just stuff like that. Like it has to be kind of weird. Like climb up the vertical wall 5Ks. Matt would enjoy that. Do climb Everest equivalent on the stair climber. Something like that. Like something, it's like, it's not life-threatening. Are we limited in Brisbane? No. No. I mean, they just did, they just went to the ocean and carried the rock underwater, like a few feet underwater, just running along the sand bed. Jeez. I don't want to do that one. Brizzy River? (laughs) No, thanks. Swim swim across it? No, nah, that's actually dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> a few, a few city cats, a few kitty cats to watch out for. A few bullies, a few Oof. sewerage. Yeah. yeah, not good. Yeah, I'm not trying to die. We'll, we'll, I think, think, we'll just, think about it. 
I think something like kind of fun, but like something that you kind of would want to tank. Like your brain is telling you halfway through, let's give up. We're not doing this. We'll we'll, we'll take it to the listeners. Yeah, any suggestions? Any suggestions? Anyone who wants to join in as well, feel free. Yeah. It says best to do in a small group. We are already a small group, yeah, but don't we'll, do dangerous we'll stuff that you more. don't Happily know if you can do on your own. I would say six, yeah. a max of six. So we'll take three more. Uh, yeah, three three slots are seven, open. Seven plus is probably going into the That's a big group. medium sized group category. If you're a futsal team, too much. <laughs> <laughs> We're not taking futsal applications. <laughs> but yeah, I'd love for us to brainstorm something. Lovely. And do something. All right, All we'll, right. we'll come Pledges back next and week. Misogi next week. Yeah, my pledge is ollieing over a. Stop you cool. Okay. Um, all right. Thanks for your miscellaneous bits. You're welcome. <laughs> no worries. Had a lot. Uh, let's finish off with some with some tennis. Hold on. Matt's got one You're too. You're skipping me, mate. Matt's miscellaneous skipping. bit. Go crazy. Produce phrase. Do you guys know Australian golfer Sue O? Yes. No. That well, makes sense. She's very good. And she's just done something quite spectacular. Didn't she win a Lamborghini? Yes. Did I don't know about this. You can tell me. So, she <laughs> has been borrowing her parents' Volkswagen yeah. to drive around. Oh, this is good. I don't know she the doesn't story, have a car. Right? She doesn't have one. Yeah. How old is she? Great question. Doesn't matter. Anyway, Probably she doesn't have a car. Mid-20s, she looks like. About our age. Yep. Cool. And um, Next gen. there's a, a golf course in Florida. Yeah. You hit a hole in one, you get a no. two-year lease on a Lamborghini of your choice. Stop. And what does she do? Walks up. You know, sets the shoulders, sets the hips, sets the club. Back feeling solid and tight. Good rotating well. <laughs> That's it. And then, um, yeah, she hit the hole in one. Didn't slam dunk it, but just popped it very <laughs> close to the pin and trickle, little... trickled in. Trickled in. Wow. And, um, yeah, now she's got a Lambo for two years. Oh, so she doesn't own it? No. Two oh, years is a Two year lease on a Lamborghini of her choice. You guess you'd probably get sick of it after two years. I wonder if you could. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Driving a Lamborghini. Could you then run a business with it and rent it out for more? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not paying anything. No, true. Are they paying insurance? That would be high. Fuel. Are they paying fuel? Fuel Pro card? Questions. Caltex fuel card? Hopefully. Did hear on Hamish and Andy last week not that Caltex, memberships... Caltex, no, Ampol. Ampol, Ampol. Memberships at golf clubs in the US are like $50,000 to join. Just startup fee. Crazy. So they'd have money to pay. Definitely. Especially in Florida. You wouldn't throw in a free Lamborghini for two years with no fuel docket. Surely. That's epic though. Damn. Very good. I've never got cl- I don't think I've ever hit a hole in one in mini golf. I'd love to hit one one day in real golf. I got close uh, at Belimba Golf Course. I don't know if you saw it. I saw it pretty close to the pin on the first so hole. On the first I hole. Saw it pretty close to a fence. There was, it was a straight 85 meter <clears throat> par three pitch and putt with three big trees on the left. That's... Jake Gray went directly behind one. <laughs> I've hit it beautifully, trying to account for the left to right sweep with the wind. It was blowy. It was very blowy. Gusts of up to 50. And I've hit it. I'm like, no, it's not coming back. I kept going left, hit the far left, the very far left tree, rattled around, popped out onto the rattled green, around. and <laughs> popped out onto the green, and probably about a few inches away from the pin. So That's just playing with the course. That's, that's it. It's playing to your environment. That's smart. That's, that's smart golf. golf. Yeah. That's some happy Gilmore. That's impressive. Sign me up. Anyway, I, on the first hole, I squirted the ball about 20 meters to the right into the rough. <laughs> Onto the other it hole. It was epic. <laughs> it was epic. I love golf. I love golf. Uh, all right, let's finish off with some tennis chat. So currently at the moment, we have our ATP finals on, which is the top 10 men's and also top 10 ladies in the WTA competing. Yep. I think the men's have already started. Both of them have. Both of them have started. Nito finals for men's, Akron finals for the women. Very sad one to start off with, though, in, in that is that it's in Turin in Italy at the moment. Obviously, Matteo being Italian, the Italian stallion, home ground. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, he tore his, I think he tore his ab in his first match. Oblique. Ooh. Oblique. So, yeah, he was trying, he lost the first 7 6 against Zverev in a tight match and then had to pull out, got treatment at the first, start of the second and looked shattered. So he knew he had done something and he played another point after treatment and was pretty much in tears and then walked to the net and they had yeah. a big embrace and it was quite yeah quite a moment so hopefully he can get fit for the Aussie swing wasn't able to fight through it no I pulled out I think 2-1 or 1-all in a second so but anyway we've got um, our top 10 playing there 
alongside them, sorry, the week previous to that, to this, we've had the ATP Next Gen, which are essentially the best under 21-year-olds in the world. Yeah. I originally thought it was under 20 or 18, but anyway, we'll, we'll take it. Turns out it's 21. <laughs> I think it started about four or five years ago, 2017, yeah, 2018. I think producer Frey was 17. saying 17 earlier. I forget. I think it started off with team. Maybe Dominic team. Or maybe is that too late? He would be 25 or 6 it now. So. Riblev and the, the winner was Chung Hyung. Was that the first year they had it? 2017. Yeah, right. Um, and from that we've seen... That was the first edition. First edition. <laughs> first edition. Um, so from that... Well, I've seen them anyway. Every year get better and better in terms of the talent. But my God, this year. Strong field. Strong field and an entertaining field. Mm-hmm. Um, the winner was Carlos Alcarez. He's a young Spaniard. We love that. 18. Wow. A lot of these boys were 20, 21 as well. So he's, far, he's miles he's younger. really young. Really young. Um, Carlos Moya works with him. That's true. Yep. I think he has obviously ties with the Nadal family as well and Uncle Tony. But um, yeah, he's probably the next... People are calling him the next Rafa. He's got a probably bigger game, big all-court game. Can volley really well. Mm. Not a bad serve. Um, and he's probably one of the quickest players I've ever seen. Quicker than the Demon. Really? Yep. Absolutely ridiculous. Gosh. So he played Sebastian Corder in the final. So these are the top the top two seeds. Seb Corder was our European looking smoke show who's actually American. <laughs> if you can remember from months yeah, ago. I, I do remember that. <laughs> that was on a that was on a pod that got cut but, off. Yeah, we were talking about him. I think that was like the last thing that got posted. I think when we were talking about him he was he was about hundred in the world, but now he's ranked forty one. His Italian looks. Ah uh, sorry, European, European looks, looks. <laughs> got him home. Um so Carlos Aged 18, ranked 32 in the world. So Isn't I don't that think nuts? that's I, so high. I don't think. Did they get ATP points for this? No, not the next gen. The men's do. The the uh, the yeah, the, um, the older the older guys. <laughs> Isn't that the old bulls? But there's 1.3 US million on the line for the next gen. Whoa, Jesus! Wow, Carlos. Carlos, 18. Not that he's not struggling. I think, that might, be total, I think that might be total prize money, not first place. It's got to be. Still. That's like slam level. My man. Well, at 32 in the world. Imagine me, 18, 32 in the world. Jesus. That's impressive. Anyway, so yeah, he's, he's following in the footsteps of Rafa. I reckon he's going to be a slam winner in the future and a future number one. Big call. Very big call. Next year, results? Next year, results. Currently ranked 32. I reckon we're going to see him in the top 20. Wow. After six months. Wow. That's so after like the Oz. That's how good he is. And French. <laughs> that's good. That's good at tennis. Yeah. I don't know if he'll get really good results in the slams. But I just think he's just going to be solid. Yeah. The only thing... A bit like the demon. That's the thing. Yeah. A bit like the demon. Because he's just picking up results because people hate playing. Well, that's what I... S- it's a bit of a theme with these youngsters. So the 18-year-olds that have gun is that they're winning these tournaments and these matches but they're absolutely redlining like they're absolutely redlining right. so whether they can hold that consistency across a season or even in a slam over five sets for however many matches in a row yes. they manage yep. I was thinking about that watching the final because you had Sebastian Corda and Alcaraz out there and obviously Alcaraz is he's going he's running he's and he looks like he's putting so much effort into every ball, a bit rublevy, like every ball. You're like, oh my god, that's a lot of energy. It's a bloody big ball. And then quarters over there, he doesn't look like he's even swinging. It's a. It reminds nice. me of. It literally reminds me of a Fedzi Rafa esque matchup, just in clashing of styles. Yeah, quarter is a cool, cool dude. Cool he's customer. Cat. Yeah, cool cat. Cool cat. Very cool. Cool, cool, cool cat. Quarter. Do you know his two older sisters are on the WPGA tour, women's PGA tour? Really? Yeah. I think it's a isn't and golf. His mum's a, a basketballer big, or something. Isn't golf a big college sport in yes the states? Very much so. So it, and obviously college sports are a huge and, col- and tennis as well and yeah. tennis too. So that sort of makes sense. So yeah, Seb Corder, he's twenty one, ranked forty one in the world. Pretty good. Yes. 
Very good. You know, six months ago he was a hundred, so that's a pretty good hell of a year. pretty good bump. Um, also making it to the semi, we had Sebastian Baez and Brendan Nakashima. So Sebastian Baez, mm. Argentinian, twenty. Yeah, probably the same height as Diego Schwartzman. The same height to the centimeter. Really, one seventy. Argentinian kings and a bit of a smoke show. You know, oh. <laughs> tell you what, this group of boys, <laughs> men, <laughs> sounded a bit weird, didn't it? <laughs> We'll, yeah, get, get, it, Asia we'll get We'll get to the Italian. Jeez. Um, yeah, Sebast- Sebastian Baez. Same. He's a teenager, mate. <laughs> Sebastian? No, he's 20. No, I was talking about Musetti. Oh, Musetti. Um, Argentinian. Small Argentinian. Other small Argentinians. Messi. Messi. Very good at sport. Maradona. Maradona. Small. Short. <clears throat> Schwartzman. What's with the short Argentinians that are good at sport? Is I don't it a, know. Is it a thing? Is that that we're doing? Is it's that a what pattern. We're doing? It's a definite pattern. I don't know if it's a if it's a cause They're or quicker? if it's just a pattern. Better fast twitch fibers, lower center of gravity. Yes, more skillful. I that don't know. helps in soccer, tennis. Who's who? Who are our best Argentinian basketballers? Do you know Ginobili? Gino- Louis Scola. So there's tall athletes yeah. too. Eight feet. <laughs> At the moment, playing for the Nuggets, Campazzo, and Campazzo. he's like six flat, which is small for a basketballer. Well, it's. Yeah, I remember watching Schwartzman at Oz live and you don't understand how like short he is until you see him. This guy's a rabbit. And you see him hit a ball. It's actually, it looks physically impossible. The power. The power he generates, it's how punching. well he plays. Yeah. And um, Sebastian Baez, same vibe. Not uh, as highly ranked, 110 in the world. Still. How old is he? 20. 20. Pretty epic. Yeah. I must admit, when I first saw Schwartzman... I didn't expect him to kick through the rankings as much as he has. And probably that was a, a bit of a bias on his height, sadly. Like I didn't I thought he was just yeah. like a good fun player. I didn't realise he was gonna like really get up there. Well yeah, he's cemented himself inside the top twenty. Yeah, like he's and, a and tickled in, into the ten here and there. So. Yeah, he's a hell of a player. Very good. I just player. didn't I don't know. I didn't see it coming. I think that is a bias. Yeah. Because tennis players are tall these days. Yeah, you want a bit ideal. When people talk about ideal tennis height, you're talking like 6'2", six 6'3". Six yeah. And can move. Yeah. So. Which is a pretty athletic person. Yeah. <laughs> in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, also in the semifinals, Brandon Nakashima. He's a 20-year-old American, ranked 62 ATP. Um, has had some pretty good results and plays a big baseline, uh, heavy, aggressive baseline a game. Had the final of the ATP 250 in Atlanta, lost to Isna. Along the way, he beats Milos, Aussie Jordi Thompson, and Rusevori, who's another up-and-coming gun. He so, played next-gen, or he was a alternate for next-gen. Rusevori? Um, yeah, maybe last year. Last year he played, yes. Um, That's some good pros to beat, to get through. Very good, and he's ranked 62 at the moment, so well-established. This is a nuts event. Like It's kind of crazy to just put into perspective how many really strong kids there are. Like it's very good. Young. And every every two years, there's like the crop gets better and better. Yeah. It's outstanding. Um, moving on from that, someone who I thought would make the semis of the next gen was Lorenzo Musetti, another Italian. Something's going on in Italy. <laughs> he said that with such suspicion. <laughs> <laughs> Something is Quality going tennis on in and smoke shows. That's just the way of life. That's just Italy. That's just Italy, I think. Um, so Musetti made the fourth round of the French last year. That's huge. He's 19, ranked 59 in the world. Got a one-hander, a one Very clean. Forehand and backhand one-handed. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, and he's he's got a very, not feds yes, but almost that kind of, like that pretty style vibe going on. Titi Pass. Um, you yeah. said pretty. <laughs> yeah, he's got the long hair. Um, so yeah, Lorenzo Musetti is another one to watch out for. Lorenzo. My favourite of the group, even though he didn't make the semi, Hugo Gaston. Gaston. He's Gaston. A crafty, crafty left-handed. I actually don't know what country he's from. French. French. You could have guessed that. Gaston. Yep, definitely. <laughs> Hugo. <laughs> Hugo. Hugo. Gaston. You never know. Um, yeah, he's from Japan. He's 21. <laughs> Well, Nakashima is American. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the world's a small yeah, place, yeah. mate. Um, 
age 21, ranked 67 uh, in the world. Crafty lefty. Plays a bit like Fabio in terms of his chill kind of persona. Looks like he's not really putting he's in effort. He's just between shots, yeah. hey. Really? Yep. Just chills. Yep. I wouldn't des- I'm not sure I'd describe the fog as chill, but chill as in like he looks lazy. <laughs> his play style. Yeah. Um perhaps so... not his persona. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> no <laughs> unnecessary energy expenditure. Yeah. Crafty lefty, a lot of slice, good net game, likes to draw his opponents into the net and pass them a lot. Just yeah, an absolute nightmare of a player to play, mm. I could imagine. Um he recently last week, two weeks ago, he made the quarterfinals of Paris thousand. Ended up wow. beating Carlos Alcarez, who won the next gen in the fourth round. Then True. ended up losing to Medvedev seven six six four. So who was the finalist? So and um, yeah, and world number two. So, so pretty good result. Pretty good result. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on from that, someone who I'm not too familiar with is Juan Manuel Sorrendolo, age nineteen, ranked eighty nine in the world. Under the radar, uh, very much so. Um, another Top 100. another crafty player. Um, pretty big game. Um, but yeah, I haven't heard much of him. So hopefully he... But he's 6'1", and he's Argentinian, so... Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> he's been born... I should have done my genes. homework. <laughs> Theory is broken. He, is he 6'1", though? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One, 185. Ooh. Um, the last of the eight at the next-gen finals is someone that... I don't know if you've heard of Functional Tennis on Instagram. I have. They've got seen a pretty. It. They've got a very big presence. Um, yeah, and they've followed this guy since he was like sixteen, seventeen. Okay. And he's like he's nuts. He trains like a trains ridiculous. He's got a huge forehand. He's a very physical player. Yeah. Hulga twelve. Hulga Rune. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, from? um, Denmark. I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Tight. <laughs> Um, age 18, yes, ranked Denmark. ranked 108 in the world. So he's someone that I think can potentially be a top 50 player after six months. So we're going to quickly... Meteoric rise. Yeah, I'm going to quickly run through these. Okay. And I'm going to give you an estimated ATP ranking after six months. All right. So what's what what major tournaments after six months? What do we got, French? French is in May, so... So after the French. Yeah. Say, cause so we're mid, post, say this is mid-November. So ranking post-French. Claim the French. Claim the French. Okay. Carlos Alcaraz is currently ranked 32. Yeah. I think he's going to be inside the top 20. Wow. It's one more big Book tournament, it. I guess. Book it in. 19. Ranked 19. <laughs> Sneaking in. Seb Corder, pretty good ranking already at 41. I reckon he'll be about 35. Cool. Still pretty good. Yeah, very good. Brandon Nakashima, this is one that I reckon will probably halve his ranking. So he's 62 at the moment. I reckon he's going to be inside the top 30 wow. after the French. Same with Lorenzo Musetti. Yeah. I probably would... Are you writing these down? No. I better write them down. I'll, Lorenzo, li- I'll listen to them later and write it down. Lorenzo yeah. Musetti. You skipped um, Bayes. Oh, Sebastian Bayes. I don't haven't seen too much of him play, but being ranked 110, you'd think that he'd break the top 100 after six months. So I'm going to go 70. Wow. <laughs> Everyone's a riser at this stage. Why not? They're, they're, Why not? They're That's the it. best youngsters in, in the world at the moment. There's only one way for them to go. That's it. Well, like, they could still go down. But... <laughs> anyway, Musetti, what did I say? Just a, a, sniff, a <laughs> sniff outside the top 30. Hugo Gaston. I think Hugo Gaston is someone that can also finish inside the top 20. This is going to be my biggest Where riser. Where is he now again? 67. Wow. That's meteoric. Yep. That's a big rise. This is the this is yeah the big ho- Oz. Our, our highest riser, big Oz, but also pretty. I reckon he's going to do well in the like ATP five hundreds and yeah. One Manuel Surindola, I don't know too much of to be honest. He's eighty nine at the moment, but he's really good. You'd have to and give he's him. He's got a brother that's also going to be ripping up any minute now. Right, well, top fifty, do you reckon? I'll leave this one to you. I'd definitely say top fifty, and but hu- not top thirty. Right, and Hulga Rune. From 110. From 110, 108, he is. 108. To 60 after six months. This is very exciting times. Well, it's a big Aussie swing too and a big, big, big um, uh, start to the season. So I'm pretty keen to see how you went on all those predictions. <laughs> we'll touch base in six months. Yeah. <laughs> Mid, mid-May, we will touch base. All right, that wraps us up for our 
podcast for today, for this week. Bit of a long one. Was it? Oh, pretty standard, actually. What are we at? Hour 10. Some exciting. Pretty well done long. to the Aussies in the ICC T20 World Cup. Very cool, um, very cool. Ash is coming up soon for Can't our cricket wait. fans. In Brizzy. Shall we go? I just just pulled up, sorry, for this year's... Um, oh, wait, that was 2019. I was going to say Popperin was an alternate for the 2019. Um, Next gen. I think he played. One of them, anyway. Um, anything more to add? Um, thank you, Aflora Bora. <laughs> thank you, Aflora Bora, <laughs> for our coffees this morning. Um, yeah, if you've come this if you've come this far, thanks again for listening. And hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed. Stay tuned for our next gen update in six months' time. We'll see how Jack went on his out of <laughs> thin air <laughs> ranking pushes. <laughs> I'm good. Let's, good. let's I'm put good. a date on that. It's all vibe it's November based. now. Put put it in. Lock it into the calendars. We'll do a, we'll do a, um, a reveal party. <laughs> so that will be. Maybe we print out the some pictures of the players. Put them on a big we'll whiteboard or something. We'll air it live on YouTube. The fifteenth of May, twenty twenty-two. Post French. Um, Cannot wait to see how you've gone there. And once again, boys, thanks again for having a yarn about Thank some you. sport. And some miscellaneous topics too. Miscellaneous bits. (laughs) Good job by me on my Ollie. (laughs) Okay. Keep practicing, mate. I will. See you, boys. See you later.